So I thought for the intro of the show, we're like, hum the Judah Fates, you know, from the last lightsaber battle. It goes okay. like, So welcome to the League of Ordinary Geeks. I'm your host, Mahoney. I'm Wellsman. I'm Bauer. Hello, Major. Every saga has a beginning. That's why I thought the first episode of this podcast will start to talk about the first episode of Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. 20 years ago, boys, 1999 it came out. Do you? So I'm, I'm right in thinking we were like six and seven at the time. Pretty much, yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm interested. Did we guys see it opening night when we were six, seven years old? Nope. You? Uh, it wasn't open at night, but I did see it. Like the first week it come out, I'm pretty sure. So I know it's the same as Bauer. Like I definitely got taken by my old man, but I don't know if it was opening night. How many guys? How many times did you guys watch it? Just the once. I think it was just the once actually. But as soon as it come out on video, I was like <laughs> completely into it. So yeah, well, I didn't get to see it opening night or during the cinema. I had to wait till it came out. But since then, I've probably watched it a good six, seven times. Wow, I, I watched it six times in the cinema. Uh, how how would you describe Butlins to someone who doesn't know Butlins? It's kind of like Diet Universal Land. Um, I've never been, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'd say more kiddies theme park. It's like a kiddies theme park. I don't no, know. It is. <laughs> Down in the old Western country, and they had I can't remember if it was at, at like the week of it coming out. Or maybe like six months after. But I remember dragging my dad six times in the space of a week to watch it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I loved it when I, I was a kid. So obviously we watched it as a kid. The last time I watched Phantom Menace before watching it to review it on this podcast was probably when in 2012, when I just finished college. When, when was the last time you guys watched it? I haven't seen it since about... I want to say like 2003, 2004. Wow. Like I, it really, as I was telling you, some scenes actually made me go, oh, right, a little bit of the plot twist. Yeah, <laughs> like it actually surprised me. No, I know what you mean. I was, I think I was pretty much the same. Maybe a little bit earlier, but I don't know. I'm during that really prequel era of the world. Yeah, yeah, definitely during that yeah. era. So 99, like I said, we were six and seven. We were the prime target audience. Definitely. I want to give you some facts about the year 1999. Can you tell me what was the number one single of May 1999 in the UK? May? Uh, don't have a freak. Spice Girls, I suspect. No, no. I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Oh, that's, ah, that's okay. that about right. Yeah, 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 you're not wrong. How much do you think the average pint of beer cost? Uh, I guess 150. I was going to say like 170, something like that, maybe? No, I'll go in the middle, 160. Actually, it's £2.74. What? The average, what? The average beer now costs four, £4. Pounds. It's actually not much but we, if you think yeah, about it. Back we, when we used to drink, when we were like 16, 17, we would get away with those kind of prices. I think so. I might, we might have got it in like, I don't know, maybe London areas where it's a bit more expensive. Uh, beer's a bit, beer there, beer is a bit yeah. cheaper down, down here. Yeah. And what do you think was the main news topic of May 1999, apart from the Phantom Menace hype? Oh, God. I'm afraid uh, to say, uh, so it just sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Going um, into the new year. <laughs> oh, well, actually. No, you're not wrong. Right, but... 
Nothing's coming to the top of my head. Y two K is actually Manchester United winning the treble. We're winning the Premier League, the FA Cup, and the Champions League. Well, you guys should know that. Well, I, I should have, but I, I couldn't <laughs> give two shits about Man United. No, I don't know. So, do you, when I talk about the hype, do you remember the hype for this film before it came out? Well, mm. nah, I'd say I was too young to properly remember it. And I wasn't part of the internet then. So. I remember <laughs> when my, de- my old man took me to the cinema when they re released the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. I, that's one of my earliest memories. Um, asking my dad, like how movies w- were made. Like the first trilogy really blew me away, and I yeah. remember uh, one specific memory leading up was the toys. I bought so many toys of the Phantom Menace. Do you remember that big figurine, the uh, one that um, you press that button and you had have like Obi Wan standing there with his lightsaber and like it. Oh it, yeah, it like his wrist. Out, it yeah, his wrist around. is like wrist yeah. would turn, yeah. his arms would go up. I had the Darth Maul, but the thing is, it's split in half. Oh. I, I thought it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> I had Darth Maul, I had Obi-Wan, I, I had the battle droids, I had the droid tank. I, had, I was a benefits of an only child, mate. I got smothered in Phantom Menace toys. Well, well to be fair, fair, man, the amount of Lego toys I had there, and I had the... Um, what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, the yellow spaceship, basically. Oh, the Naboo the, fighter. Oh, I, I had yeah. that too, but yeah. like a mini version. Oh, I had like quite a big one. And oh, I kept big, taking big. it out of my garden, playing with it and knocking off parts. Like, oh no, I've been hit. And then losing <laughs> those parts. So you kind of deassembled itself by the time I played it. You know, well. you saying, I've been hit, is probably better acting than <laughs> Anakin Skywalker <laughs> in this <laughs> yeah. film. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally the same age, think about it, really. I think he, no, he might be a little bit older than us. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, yeah if he was he... 10 at the time, and we were like 6, 7, maybe That's just a little, little bit older. Yeah. But, as we all know, this is the internet, and the internet has battered this film like a dead horse. So I want to talk about the good things first. Right, okay. So when I was re-watching this film, not as bad as I remember. Well, the first thing I saw was the CGI. I mean, for 1999, I thought the CGI was pretty damn good, actually. I'm on the fence here. My, I thought the CGI, especially on Jar Jar, oh, that yeah. was worth... That really stuck out for that me, stuck actually. Out. I, I mean, more the scenery, more than anything. Oh, I mean, the background. That was background. fantastic. Yeah, and that's um, what I mean. Yeah. The cinematography yeah. of this film, I forgot how good it was. Yeah, Naboo, exactly. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Gungan yeah, yeah. City, fantastic. Yeah. Coruscant, well, I could just look outside. Yeah, no, I see some flying ships. Yeah, no, yeah. I never liked the flying ships. <laughs> even when I think even when I was a kid, I was like, oh, it looks a bit busy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the order? You would thought with flying cars, you know, you'd go in every other direction. I thought we'd like in traffic. I thought we'd like the Jetsons. Well, you just go wherever you want. <laughs> so what was everyone's favourite scene in this film? What stood out the most? Andrew, the stuff. I say, uh, I was gonna go with uh, definitely the Qui Gon and Obi versus Maul fight. The end battle fight. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. The choreograph fight was just incredible. The swift movement, the quick attacks, especially you know falling distance and just fan- absolutely fantastic. I don't think I could do that even if I tried. I forget. I forgot how good that end fight was. Yeah, yeah, Bauer, exactly. Agree. Um. I think it's one of the top ones, to be fair. I mean, I quite like the beginning, the introduction to the new Jedi that you see, because obviously you don't really see much Jedi in the prequels before, do you, really? No. It's not a prequel, is it? Actually, I don't know. 
What's that? Is it a prequel or no? It's just... it, this one's a prequel. Yeah, yeah. So it is the prequel yeah, trilogy. So, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think you don't really see much Jedi, do you? And then you get introduced. Not massively. Other than no. the Jedi Council, you don't really see yeah much. any yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think just in, getting introduced into Qui Gon and Obi Wan, obviously as Obi Wan continues in the story, but. Um, Getting to know Qui Gon was quite a good thing. I think it just um, made the story a bit better at the end of the day, mm. and you know why Obi Wan is the character he is at the end of the day. So, yeah. Ian McGregor kicks fucking ass in this film. Yeah, he does. oh definitely. For there was much minimum like screen time and uh, like script he had to work with, he did wonders. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed him. Yeah, in this, in this movie, despite the fact that he was playing a guy who almost seemed quite straight edge, um, and didn't really argue with Qui-Gon that often or anything like that. Uh, well, he did a couple of times, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. He played yeah. it pretty straight edge, so yeah, he made the, the character interesting despite that. Yeah, exactly. What was your favourite scene? Well, it did used to be the Maul fight. It was the Maul fight, um, yeah. What changed? Well, because Mahoney, because uh, he saw it before, I think, all of us potentially on oh. Friday. Yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned the pod racing, and you specifically said put headphones on for it. So I made sure to watch that scene with headphones only, and it really blew me away how good it was. Like it actually made me feel like I was watching a one of those genuine Star Wars movies, and like recaptured the feeling of when I watched like New Hope and Empire and all that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, but it was just really, really well done. Uh, other than once again, Jake, Jake Lloyd's acting. No offense to the guy, <laughs> but it was just yeah. But it, yeah. Well, it was to just, be fair, that, Jake, that was my favorite Anakin Skywalker moment because he didn't talk. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was. I'm gonna sound so critical, but just his facial reactions as well almost doesn't seem genuine. Well, it doesn't look like he's going 100 miles per hour. Is it? No, yeah. no. He yeah. looks like I don't know. He's on the slow roller coaster. Can we talk about the pod racing? Yes, yes. yes. The yes. pod racing is probably my favorite scene. Like Roseman said, I watched it with headphones on. Fuck me, it's so good. It sounds Did it sound amazing. like an F1 race? It sounded like an F1 <laughs> NASCAR <laughs> yeah, yeah, Grand Baddy race. Yeah. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's like, I love the way there was no, like, there was no score to it. It was just war sound effects. Yeah, exactly. And yes, I understand the argument that everyone makes, oh, it seems weightless, but watching with he headphones really gives it that extra oomph, that extra drive to mm -hmm. it as well. And the only thing I hate about that scene is, is the commentators. The two-headed co oh, commentator. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, Skywalker's coming up. Oh, Skywalker's falling behind. Yeah. Oh, John just blew out. It's like, yeah. I can fucking see what's going on. <laughs> I think that scene would be so much better if it just let it go. There was no commentators. But well, they could have they done... I didn't mind their, their intro. Oh, no, I, would, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind yeah. them introducing to everyone. Mm -hmm. Or maybe when they lapped round and they went, oh, lap two, lap one, yeah. lap two. Yeah. But when they're out in, in the desert, it should just be pure sound effect, a pure visual moment. Yeah, makes sense. Maybe when they cross the line, like like you say, for each lap, they could be like, oh, so we got um, blah, blah in first, blah, blah in second. And maybe not that, laps. yeah, I wouldn't That's mind that. Need, but, really. no, but I just thought... You know, it's a bit too on the nose. I was like, I can literally, I literally saw what happened. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what my favorite commentator line was? So. It was the bit where Anakin's um, like pod racer splits apart, and yeah. there's 
I guess what you would call it the cockpit starts spinning out of control. Yeah. Skywalker <laughs> spinning out of control. Yeah, Skywalker <laughs> spinning out of control. Hard cut to the Tatooine fans cheering. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they knew about his performance. <laughs> 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 he wasn't actually spinning out of control though. He's literally just spinning. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. I just love the way he's like, this is a teddy bear boy. Yeah. <laughs> Tatooine fans want blood. <laughs> Do you know what else? Well, who else was cool in this film? Who's that? Palpatine. Palpatine was good. I thought Palpatine was. It really gave me Game of Thrones vibes when he's like implementing and weaving his way through. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you should vote for no confidence. Yeah, exactly. I thought, E. McDermott, you can tell he's the best thing about, about the film and the trilogy. I reckon so, because he's the character that kind of changes so much throughout the whole actual throughout it basically isn't he and um, I think he's the one he's definitely given the most depth definitely as a character mm. throughout, throughout the three and it's nice to see the, the inklings of the beginning within this film I forgot I just simply forgot how good of an actor E. McDermott was because of course Revenge of the Sith completely overshadows yeah. <laughs> with the over the top acting which I loved by, by the way but we're here to talk about The Phantom Menace I yeah. just love the subtleties Mm-hmm. Of Ian McDermott's like subtle hints, yeah, subtle hints, like that. yeah. he was a great exactly. like shadow player. He was well, in the background, but he, you know, he like knew. I got like like little finger vibes from, yeah. from Game of Thrones, just like suggesting things that seems for the best when it actually yeah. just works out for for, for him. Pretty much, because uh, when um, when the uh, Padme goes back to her homeland, saying, "Oh, I'm going to go back to my my world because if if my people are suffering, I'm going to suffer with them." And he was there like, oh, no, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite, it's quite good. Spot it's like, you get the feeling he doesn't really give a shit, but he's trying to show it at the same time. So I quite like that effect. The three P's of the Phantom Menace. Pod racing, Palpatine, and pineapple head Darth Maul. <laughs> How cool was Darth Maul in this film? Fantastic. I loved it. Was he as cool as you remembered? Yeah. I, I, say cool, I say cooler. I say cooler. Yeah. He was much cooler than I remember. Well, I, I always thought he was a great enemy, um, but I liked the fact that he, his talking was limited in this, yeah. and it was more just his presence that gave the, the scary villain vibe. You know? presence, presence and his combat ability. Well, that's it. The main critique of the um, of the end fight is like, oh, it's too choreographed. It's not enough emotional tenseness to it. I'm like, yeah, because when you've got a main villain who does, who's, who's flash over substance who's not really fleshed out, mm. you know, you're not going to have the emotional rate of the lightsaber fight in A New Hope. You're not going to have the emotional intensity within Empire Strike Back or the or the just war, pure emotions of Return of the Jedi because we've had those characters of Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader building up across three films. Mm. So when you're not going to have a character that's fleshed out like Darth Maul, then fuck it. Do a, <laughs> do a flip. <laughs> Make it look good. Yeah, and again, the sound effects. I gotta give. Uh, was it LGM? The sound effect, effect guys. I think it's LGM. Yeah, they do. Luke Skywalker, Bollock Studios. They do a the sound of. I forgot how good the sound effects were in this film. Is it Skywalker yeah. sound though? Did they just do the music? I think it's called uh, LGM. Oh, okay. I keep wanting to say IGM, but I know that's completely wrong. <laughs> no, but now big big ups to L- LGM. I forgot how good the sound effects were. Even when like the Naboo fight. When the Gungans put the shield down, yeah. and, the, oh, yeah. and the tanks are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that sounded fantastic. Yeah, and like when it hits the actual shield, it's like, yeah, like yeah. I don't know, it's a weird like sound, but I, yeah. I think it's so sort of like, it, it, sort of like a, 
like a warped bubble effect. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. 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 Speaking no, of, you know, speaking of sound, John Williams' score in this film. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I can never fault the guy. <laughs> he he knows Star Wars inside and out. Yeah. That's uh, one thing I give him credit for in this film that I would say the sequel trilogy. I cannot really name you a score from that trilogy. Granted, this film's had twenty years to marinate with us. Yeah. But this film. This film score was different enough, but still Star Wars. I gotta say, I think Duel of the Fates was is one of my top scores, and it just top movie it, scores. Uh, well, I don't know about going that far, if I'm honest, but but in terms of Star Wars, absolutely, it just like it just feels like combat envisioned. Yeah. It's it's no, absolutely. I agree with that. I, I don't, I, John Williams. I don't know how one man just consistently knocks it out of the park <laughs> all the time. So, has anyone got any other good things to say about, about this film? Let me look through all my bad notes. I'm sure there's something good. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about pod race. Have, yeah. you know, have you noticed, when we talked about the good things, we still kind of talked about the not-so-good things mm. about the yeah, good things too? Yeah, alright. Well, I, I will just say something good, and I will leave it at that, because I didn't have any quarrels. Uh, Qui-Gon's funeral. I thought it was really well done. Brief, yeah. it was so brief, yeah. but it was really well done. Admittedly, yes, alright, Oh, no, no, I almost did a bad point then. I got nothing bad to say about it. It was a good scene. Do you want to know a fact about that, about, yeah. about that scene? Um, when they released the soundtrack, I think the soundtrack for The Phantom Menace came out like a couple of days beforehand. Oh. And they literally, that scene, that score, is literally called Qui-Gon's Funeral. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's just harsh, man. Wow. Poor fans. Yeah. They had enough <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> to deal with. Oh, by the way, yeah, don't, don't worry about the ending. We'll just, uh, <laughs> we'll just spoil it in the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> uh, sticking on the subject of Qui-Gon, what was your opinion of him? Do you think he was overrated, underrated? He was the right amount? I forgot how much of a dick he was. <laughs> <laughs> Want to elaborate on that? Well, I thought he was more cheeky. Well, the council um, where yeah. he was just going in and being like, well, if you're, if you're not going to train him, then I'm going to take him under my wing anyway, so it doesn't matter what you say. I don't give a shit about what you guys say. That's yeah. pretty much what Fuck you! I just thought like he did the get out of jail credits will do fine. Or... Yeah, we need a we need a Gungan ship. He did that too many times. I remember Waldo chucked his chance cube. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that boy is mine. It's like, how can the Force have a fate when you're just going to dictate it every time? <laughs> true, true. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Maybe he had like a family we didn't even know about, and he just managed to persuade them. It did work for a couple of people. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are my wife. <laughs> You will bear a boy in the chair. Well, that's the thing. You never know. It just... It's gone. I'll It's like, I don't know if Qui-Gon when is like... I Literally, my jaw dropped when he said, I'll bet the boy. The boy will enter the race. I was like, this is a 10-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to put your fate... Not just your fate in a 10-year-old kid, but you're going to let maybe let this 10-year-old kid die. And ruin his whole family and what his family has done to actually stay being a slave and start, stay being safe at the end of the day and it's like you know what I'm going to fuck the whole lot for you yeah well we're going to this or you're going to fucking die kid <laughs> yeah because I really need parts for my fucking ship <laughs> let me take this blood test ooh <laughs> you're in much interest to me <laughs> the force is strong <laughs> you almost sounded like he hosted like a blood bank back on another planet yeah. like, oh, I'm in a corridor <laughs> I like the taste of this <laughs> so let's move on to the next segment of the this show, which I would like to call Question Master. 
Okay. So you guys wrote down some questions about the film. Oh, I did indeed. Who so would what? Like to go first? Yeah, and uh, Bauer, would you like to go first? Right. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's it's a bit strange that Anakin has never seen anything to do with um, C three PO, um, like a droid like C three PO before. But in the first bit of the movie, where you see the C- silver one, I can't remember what it's actually called, but uh, the droid at the beginning that serves Qui Gon and Obi Wan the drinks. Oh yeah. Literally makes a replica of that, and. He's never actually seen the droid like that before, I guess. Like, maybe just, he's seen blueprints or something. Or... Maybe, yeah, maybe. Blueprints but... just hanging out in the trash or something. Yeah. Just in the trash. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, because in the same in the same Wado's shop, there's a C three PO like broken, half broken, oh, which, Jar- yeah. which, which Jar Jar like fucks about with. And yeah. to be fair, you see another silver one as they're entering Tatooine. Yeah, so uh, like, just walking about. Yeah. So, so it's I, I think he I'll probably has some influence it. around. Yeah, him. yeah, I completely missed um, that. To be fair, so that, that's void. So <laughs> stick on that subject. What was your guys' first opinion when you first saw three PO as he was? Bullshit. Yeah. Why did why did he? Of course, I know why he needs to be in a film because it's Star Wars. But why did Anakin need to build him? Oh, I actually really like that. Yeah? I really like mm. that. No. No. I don't no. like that. Why was why not? I don't know. I just don't <laughs> like it. I just like I feel like you're just shoehorning him in. How how would you have brought him in? I don't know. Just let him be let him be on the ship. Yeah. Let him be in Like I do teach. Or like a servant to like maybe he's just he's a high he's one of the highest class protocol droids, he only serves royalty, hence why he serves Princess Leia. I mean, or, that could have worked. Yeah. Or maybe he's actually in the shop with Anakin at the time, serving... Oh, what's his name again? Wado? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's serving yeah. him. He, maybe, he's, maybe he's one he's of Wado's guys. the translator of him, basically. Yeah. Like, you never know, but... I don't know, to me, it just made natural sense. Anakin's a good engineer, so he would engineer something. And it makes yeah. sense that they would... I don't think it was necessarily shoehorned. And R2 was done beautifully as well. R2, just yeah, that was perfect, So, so yeah. I, personally, I felt like it was, it was well done, but that's... I don't know, I thought, I think, I, I guess it's, like, for the movie and the franchise as, as a whole, I think it's the fact that, like, oh, so if Anakin can build C-3PO, then it's obvious he can actually build this pod racer, for instance. I guess that's so a good I guess show. it makes sense, but... I, don't I just know, thought it was shoehorned for shoehorned's sake. Like, did he add a, anything? Yeah. Apart from when he held that flag in the pod racing scene? Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you still have the dialogue between R2 and C-3PO, and that was the introduction of their love-hate relationship. Hmm. So I thought that was once again. What do you mean I'm naked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I thought they did perfectly. It brought me right back to the original trilogy again. Nice. Yeah. Next question, Andrew. Well, we might as well hit the elephant in the room. Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> e- everyone's feeling about no, him. Uh, well, let's keep it brief because I think everyone's knows yeah. about it. Was yeah. it as bad as you remember? Yes. It was worse. I think it was worse. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think when I was a kid, I probably enjoyed a few scenes here and there of his sort of, you know, comic stumbles constantly. But as an adult, my God. Yeah. It's just cringy. Yeah. It's, it's just, annoying. Yeah. Annoying, cringy. I mean, do you, I mean, do you reckon they, he was a useless character? Do you reckon they should have kept him or, Absolutely. Got, or got rid of him at all? Absolutely. Or? At first, I was like, I forgot because I forgot most of like of the little details of this film when I watched it back. But, but like I said, I watched it back in twenty twelve. I just graduated college. I was a rebellious 
a rebellion young man. <laughs> he wanted to shout out against the man. <laughs> um, so I thought maybe I was watching it back with some hatred, you know, with some, you know, oh, I'm a young man, I'm here to rule the world, sort of vibe. Now that I'm older, I've settled down a bit, I'm a lot more calmer, a bit more wiser. I thought, oh, let's look past Jar Jar Binks. He is the single most annoying character <laughs> in the Star Wars yeah. franchise. Because, like, like, like I said, I forgot the small prints of this film. And when they swam the Gungan City, and when um, Qui-Gon uses his, you will use the Bizabongo. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and he says, and Jar Jar's like, oh, good luck going for the core. Yeah. And, and he's like, we need a navigator. I was like, ah, that's why he comes along. Mm-hmm. That's why Jar Jar's yeah. in this film. Yeah. He didn't navigate fucking once. No. <laughs> during that whole thing. Or he did one scream in the well, cockpit. Went, oh, it's a fish! That scene infuriated me tone-wise. Because you got Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan just sat there, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. I could just Jar Jar just screaming yeah. every chance yeah. he's got. It's like he's never seen it before. <laughs> it's like... And that, that line. There's always a bigger fish. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. it, when Lucas wrote that, did, did you think, no, this will show. This will be on shirts. <laughs> yeah, that, that line itself just hit me hard. I was like, no. <laughs> no. Just cringeworthy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the battle of Naboo with the droids. Yeah. It was cool. Like, some elements of it were quite cool. Like, with the tanks, like, skidding across the floor. I was oh, like, yeah. That's cool. But then Jar Jar just ruins it. Yeah. Every, yeah. every chance. Agreed. Yeah. If he actually had a, a genuine battle moment where he managed to do something, where he actually fought without it being an accident, <laughs> then I think I would have appreciated him just a little bit more. His entire presence there was an accident. Essentially, much. yeah. So I suppose it was true to the character, but <laughs> it was just... It, yeah. I've got a question. I'll go for it. Jedi's work for the government. Yes. Mm, yeah. Are we happy with that? In a way, you don't think you can be happy about it, but I think that's just how the order works. Well, no, this is literally the first thing I wrote when they were approaching the Federation starship. And it's like, we've been sent by, we've been sent by the Senator to reach a peace treaty. I was like, Jedi's work for the government. That does not sound right. I thought when I was watching the original trilogy, I thought Jedi's would just like be like monks in their temples, learning mm. about the Force, not working for the government, I not guess taking orders. That is kind of their thing. Is about justice, isn't it? Justice throughout the universe and stuff like that. And I think that's, that's maybe key. why they could have been connected to the government in that way. I guess what, like a police force or something. They kind well, of like a police force. Kind of, but you could also think of it going like sort of back to, you know, kings and queens and having their knights. Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand yeah. that kings and queens have their knights, but then you've also got like noblemen, vicars. I thought they were suited more in them. You know, those high end religious wizards. And they, probably yeah. thought, they probably thought people would think that and then they thought, give it a nice twist. But did they get paid by the government? I mean, I'm they sure must do if they keep younglings there all the time, training them. Who pays for their training? I guess the government. I mean, if they oh, if they uphold the justice in the in the universe, when Yoda when Yoda was in Empire Strikes Back and was explaining the Force to Luke, you know, it binds us, yeah. surrounds us, illuminates us. <laughs> do you think 
not one word of that made me think, oh, the government. <laughs> We're a government. I don't know, surround us. I know, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. George Orwell is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, when he's talking about the magic of the force, not one of it for, and the government paid for facilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, oh, sorry, carry on. I'll let you carry on. I, I just, yeah, I didn't think of it like that. No, it's a good point. Um, I, I always pictured the Jedi as having their own, their own authority. Um, but I suppose you could pitch it to like the Avengers. Is there a point where they got out of control and then they were like, "Hey, you need to rein it back a bit." So, I'm not, I know one so about this the was Civil War, but they, <laughs> but Iron Man won, and they had to get re- registered. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds a bit much for Jedi because they're meant to be peacemakers, really, at the end of the day. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah, there might there might have been some lead up to this that maybe it's in the canon in the novels. I must say. After this film, I understood the plot a lot better with the whole tax blockade and the whole tax federation and the whole tax. <laughs> yeah, when you're younger, you don't really think about that. You're like, what is this tax? When you're obviously when you're about six, seven, when we first watched it, well, like, this is it. It's uh, like, <laughs> when it's like, oh, stop hating The Phantom Menace. It's a film of space wizards made for like kids. I was like, yeah, but they're talking about tax. <laughs> yeah, very much. yeah, as a kid, they sort of send it to you as like, oh, look, pretty beams fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and the adults was like, this is just government. This is all over again. This is just government. Yeah. This is just government, man. Practice just control all over again. <laughs> I'm 27 years old. I still don't understand what tax thing really is. So, God I know I've got to pay on my ass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so... But so, like I said, I understood the plot a lot better. Yeah. But why did they need uh, Queen Amidala to sign that peace treaty? Did they actually explain that? No, I don't believe so. Was it to rule? I mean, the, was I guess... it to rule the planet? Was it to tax all their income? Their, their trade or something? Their like trade, that? yeah. It was the trade union that actually wanted them to actually sign wasn't it basically so I'm assuming yeah so they could they she signs this and then any outgoing and incoming goods would be looked after by the trade federation that's that's all I could assume and once again taxed well was she a, was she a big figure in the uh what what were they called not the rebellion was it the um Republic? the senate no the um when when they went to um I can't remember what it's called now no, when they escaped to the, when they want to go to the planet, I can't remember what it's called now. It's just gone from my head. Um, not older on. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but well, I think she must have been some big figure within that, within that, like you say, Senate or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they needed her to sign in order for them to trade to the rest of maybe that select group that's connected to her essentially to be fair they did uh, at one point um, Palpatine was saying something along the lines of everyone is sort of linked to the trade federation either maybe dodgy cash flow who knows so maybe she was one of the people who didn't defect essentially and didn't didn't go over to their side and yeah yeah but again we're speculating yeah well it's true it wasn't really explained why couldn't um, Palpatine just go to like like a race of like, like flesh eating aliens, like kind of bind them together, like kind of like Klingons from Star Trek. Yeah. It's like you love fighting, you love war. I have the planet just for you to, to invade, 
and then they invade, and that's when the Jedi need to intervene, and that's when, oh, because the Senate didn't really help defend, that's when they have a no photo, a vote of no confidence. See, that sounds sexy. No. Not tax. Mm. Maybe you should have made the plot. <laughs> I could not make a good Star Wars film. <laughs> no, well, with all your knowledge of all the Star Wars films, I reckon you could make a pretty decent one. Yeah, but I got that knowledge from the guy who made this film. <laughs> Using that knowledge, you could. I reckon you could. Right. My last question: Why do the Sith have lightsabers? Why not? Why wouldn't they? I mean, originally, aren't they Jedi trained and then turned to the, the dark fact. side? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, because... Yeah, because I always thought Darth Vader had a lightsaber because he was an ex-Jedi. I, I didn't assume that. I always thought they had their own factions, but they well, just no. happened to use... Well, no, because like, at the at Return of the Jedi, Palpatine's like, you're Jedi repping. Oh, that yeah. is a good show, actually. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, most people watching this, it's like, wouldn't it be cool if they didn't have lightsabers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but say they had snipers, I think the movie would have been interesting. <laughs> what about General Grievous, for instance? How did he get his lightsabers? He killed people, killed Jedi to get their lightsabers. So yeah, but that's because he hated the Jedi. There was a motivation behind that. So does the Sith. No, but Grievous's lightsabers came from the Jedi he killed. Yeah. Whilst Darth Maul made his in a pretty lightsaber shop. Do we know them? I don't know. I mean, there must be certain crystals about, because aren't they just made from like the actual crystals themselves, aren't they? That's yeah. how you get the colour of your actual weapons. It's called, like, I think it's called like a kyber crystal. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Kyber? <laughs> so I, I believe they must, they must have... There must be something out there that actually has that technology, and they must go to a specific person. And how do... Because how do the Jedi get all those um, lightsabers? The yeah. government. <laughs> so, so uh, always back to the government. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, true. That's true, actually. So, I would have thought it looked cool if they had like a like, know, like a saber axe or like a double bladed axe. Well, to be fair, they, they started to experiment with Force Awakens, didn't they? So, well, in Last Jedi as well, yeah. in Snoke's room, they all had like rips. There you go. Stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So, so, See, I would have preferred it like that if the Sith just had something different. But Darth Vader had his because he was an ex Jedi. Although, we say they did kind of go a little bit, you know, more into it with more to give him a double ended. Yeah. How fucking cool is that? Uh, I mean, that <laughs> to be fair, that was the first time they ever did it in Star Wars. So at least I, I suppose back then actually they did sort of branch out and try something new. Mm-hmm. Mm. Give it that. Even give if it was that. still a lightsaber. Well, yeah. So any more questions about? about oh, I, I, got, I, I, I got plenty. Or should we? Few, or should yeah. we? Should we just skip straight to what we didn't enjoy about this film? I think we already know. Can name one thing. We've already talked about it. What's that? Jar Jar. Mm. Well, yeah, we've <laughs> talked about that. Anything? Anything? Well, you know, um, you know, uh, the fight scene at the end. Um, but and you know, obviously, there's the force field doors where they get trapped in, and then Obi Wan gets left behind, and then blah, that's one of my favorite bits. Yeah, it, it's cool. Yeah. But I mean, the only thing that was a letdown was at the beginning. You see. Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn use like some yeah. sort of like super speed to like get away from yeah, those like, um, destroyers. Uh, they're called destroyers, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. destroyers, the yeah. one with the shields. And then when Obi Wan and Qui, well, when Qui Gon needs Obi Wan, Obi Wan's just like, oh, I'll get there for you. I'm running, <laughs> and so, but you don't see him use any like super speed or anything like that. That kind of is a bit of a letdown. It's like, right, that okay. is one of the um, biggest like plot holes within the film. Mm. Did the Jedi ever like? super speed before this this is what I mean this is why I, why I said like how come you only see it 
see them use it in that first scene just to get away from those destroyers. It's a bit like... I was saying, maybe it was only something Qui-Gon could use. Yeah, but Obi-Wan done it as well. Yeah, well, obviously because he was with him, he probably had, you know, could do it since he was maybe. in his presence. Maybe. Maybe they joined together. It's probably s- somewhere in some book. I was going to yeah. say that with the midichlorian for, um, thing, that wouldn't yeah. make... That wouldn't... Oh, yeah. can we wrong. talk about the Metachlorians? Yeah, <laughs> I can see why fanbase got so pissed off. Andrew, with you like saying you're not, you know, the biggest Star Wars fan in the room, Decker. what did you think about Metachlorians? I thought it was an interesting concept, but I don't think they really needed it in a way. I mean, if of course they it. didn't. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I understand you know how they brought it in, but I think if you're going to be a Jedi, I think it should be based on training alone. Well, not just training. The Force is something special. Like when you walked out of a Star Wars film when you were a kid, and your coat can is just out of reach, you try and use the Force <laughs> to pull it towards you, and you swear you saw it move just an inch, and then that made you believe in the Force. Like the Force. Think you had psychosis. Well, <laughs> my point is, the force, you know, if the force is all around us, it's a natural entity within this world, and it's up to you. If you train enough and believe enough, you can become a Jedi. Mm. Not a blood count lottery. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Essentially. And that almost, and sorry to keep going back to the sequels, but that almost, the ending of Last Jedi... That almost screws over the ending to that. Because those kids yeah. who are looking up at the stars, they might be Jedi one day. Well, only if your blood cap fits, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Do they have, like, again, the, the government, do they have, like, a blood test to, like, the local schools? Yoda did mention, I think it was Yoda that mentioned something along the lines of they, they have a way to do the test. It's like mm. if you're in a republic or something like that. There's... I'm sure there's some database. Some Jedi <laughs> midichlorian data. Oh, this is a big, oh, it, could, it could be once they're born, you know, they get a blood sample. Yeah, makes but sense. But I always yeah. thought it was like something out of X-Men, like they discover it accidentally and then they go off to school. Yeah, kind, of like, kind of like a mutation in a yeah. way. Yeah. Like, like, Qui-Gon's gym for... The... Qui-Gon's gym for <laughs> exceptional blood. <laughs> <laughs> I never, like, I think even when I was a kid I questioned it. Because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> of course medi- you would have was one suitable too much for my six-year-old brain <laughs> to, to understand. Well, that's the thing. I think because um, they mention it in when they're on tattooing because it's like, um, they're like, oh, how come he's not discovered before? It's like, oh, because we're not in the um, rebellion or something like that. We're not within this certain sector because obviously Tatooine's run by the huts, aren't they? So they're yeah. not going to get like Jedis going down and like, like you say, getting blood samples or something like that, potentially, are they? So, so not only you have to have the right blood, you have to be born into a witch world. Potentially. I, fuck, I hate this world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's the fantasy behind that? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of some animes that I've been watching. And you just think, yeah, royal blood. Yeah. They get all the good stuff. They do. Yeah. Talking about Anakin being the special bloody boy. Bloody boy. <laughs> Jake Lloyd. Now, I know this film pretty much killed him as a person because he never acted before so I don't want to bash him too much yeah it's nothing against him it's not really his fault well no because like George Lucas is notoriously known for just doing one shots yeah he just do one shot no retakes and you can tell in this film 
some of the delivery of the dialogue, yet the dialogue is bad. But arguing that again, um, Hugh McGregor took that dialogue, made it bearable. Yeah. But again, this is 10-year-old Jake Lloyd compared to coming off fresh from train spotting Hugh McGregor. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's hard to compare. But you say, not just Hugh McGregor though, I mean the scenes between Padme and when they first met in the shop. Oh, you're an angel. I was saying to Barra, that's like the cheesiest chab line. Are you an angel? I'm a slave. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he was something. Like he ruins the whole Naboo fighter fight. I'll try spinning. That's, oh, a good, that's a good tactic. Uh, no, by this, sheer luck, this by, guy blew up the entire yeah. goddamn yeah, yeah. trade federation. <laughs> Come on. We're overheated. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> also, can I just say, they're this, this slaves on Tatooine, right? Yeah. Got a pretty good house for, for being slaves. I was thinking yeah. that. Yeah. I was thinking he was doing better than, um, than Ray. Yeah, Ray. Yeah, yeah Ray had a shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did they have? They had like chips in them, and if they got too far away, they blow up or yeah, something. Yeah, and they true. blow you up. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I was yeah, like, that, that is, that's it. That I was it. like, and he, he works for Wado. Is he Wado's slave? He's yes, Wado's slave. Yeah, yeah. Him and, and his mom. mother. But the mum never works in the shop, or what? What? Not what we've seen. No. So Anakin goes to a shit job, and he lives with his mum. I was like, mm, that was me at 20. Let me tell. So what do you reckon the mum did? Like I don't Cleaned his house? Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I did laugh a little bit when she's like, yeah, I just mysteriously got pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you're not yeah, denying yeah. Uh, the sexual favours you were giving the community? Living in the, can- in the, in the cantina like, after like midnight. This is Skywalker. Oh yeah, it's the cantina theme, but porn version. That would actually work. But um, you can't really slip credits into like a into like a stripper's pants because they made a flick. It's like a coin that knocks her out. So yeah, for poor slave, I thought Anakin had it pretty good. Yeah, I thought it would have been better if, like, again, Anakin. What Anakin should not have been ten. He should have been fifteen at the least, eighteen at the most. Yeah, you know, that prime, that war prime male age. Or this... Padme's age. Oh fuck me! At least Padme's age. Yeah. That's so cringy. Well, then, then it would make it more. That scene, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene at the end would make me smile. When they smile? When yeah. Like, yeah well, I don't know, that, that was fairly innocent, but you just know what's coming. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, you I'm going to knock yeah. you up. <laughs> well, that's the thing. How old do you think Padme is in this film? Like, 18? Didn't they say I, she was younger? Yeah, like, think, like a teenager? I think yeah, they portray her as about 14, like 15. Like yeah. yeah. I think so. I'm not entirely sure. But. So I suppose the age difference, actually, as they got older, obviously, it wasn't that. Obviously, that yeah. But, um, yeah. But like I said, this film should have been Anakin being 15, 18, like that prime age of a man discovering oneself. And with him being a slave, actually treat him like a slave. Like 12 years of slaves. Yeah. <laughs> How far do you want to push that PG rating? Whips and chains. Again, if you're Darth Vader, you know, he grows up to be Darth Vader. The root cause of him being Darth Vader is all the fear and hatred within him. Just because Wado slapped him about a bit, 
I, that wouldn't make me go on a bloodthirsty murdering one. But yes, I know we get that in the next film when the Sam when the Sam people um, mistreat Miss yeah. Skywalker. Doesn't work though. Yep. I was like, but surely that should have started more at a younger, traumatic age. Well, that's it. You should have seen um, what's his name, Raldo. You should have seen him actually, maybe physically harming yeah. her or something like that. And that's where he gets his physical hatred for. People. people being slaves. Basically. That would have made, yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah. Without going too far, he could have just, yeah, just slapped her around the way. Yeah, but it's too kiddie friendly, though, wasn't it? That, that was the whole point for Phantom Menace, I believe, because that was the whole thing. It was like, oh, you know what? We can make it more for children now. This but time, that's so. the point. If we can have politics in the Phantom Menace, surely we can have a little bit of the real life as well. well exactly. You can't have one or the other. Yeah. It seemed like they wanted they to. They've got to find a balance of the form. They wanted <laughs> an older audience, but yet they wanted a. Smaller audience as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they're trying to hit all corners of the market. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Hmm. Next up, the accents at the beginning. Now, I don't want anyone to (laughs) repeat the accents because I don't want this channel getting flagged for racism in our first episode. (laughs) (laughs) But my God, maybe watching it back in 99, it was like, it was like passable. Watching it in 2019, it was so bad. I was cringing all the way through. Oh, this is like Mickey yeah. Rooney in um, Breakfast at Tiffany's racism. <laughs> I looked it up. They're played by English actors as well. Oh, they, really? They put those voices on. Really? Yeah, I thought it wasn't. I actually thought it was. No. Chinese yeah. actors. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Was it what, what, what? It sounded like Matt Ray's version <laughs> from South Park. It sounded like a silent bear version yeah. of the characters. I... I can't blame George Lucas for, for, for this because people edited this. People shot this. No one, everyone looked at this and thought, well, oh, this is great. <laughs> this is perfect. I was like, sticking on that, can we go to the lip syncing as well? Lip syncing? Yeah, just when they talked completely oh, different. So way off. Oh, oh yeah, completely yeah. off. I thought they, yeah, I thought they originally talked in Chinese. Lip <laughs> 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 syncing was so well, bad. Maybe, maybe they tried playing it in Chinese or Spanish or something. I mean, credit to the puppetry. I thought the puppetry on it held up quite well. Oh, yeah. Like, like the yeah. costumes. But those voices. Oh, just dreadful. Why? <sighs> but why? Can you think of one solid reason why they sound like that? That sort of choice to go that way? They, they could have, I don't know, maybe gone with a a voice modifier or something just to change it up what like the people who (laughs) (laughs) just something different I mean why they had to go that way is just ridiculous and Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen The Phantom Menace by chance (laughs) where we're on about the uh, one why are you watching this the the leaders of the Trade Federation are the ones that we're on about is he called Nuke Gunway and 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 racist number two. Great Technically, remember. you brought in another, some more during the um. Uh, what's it? The council meeting. The Jedi Council yeah. sucks. I yeah. hated every part of that. I, <laughs> I hated like the it so much. Going down. That's about it. <laughs> God <laughs> sake. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Really? Riveting. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> they had that in our council. <laughs> oh, it's my time to speak. <laughs> oh no! I hate no. That's the Senate meeting. That's, I meant, the, sen- that's the one I meant. The I meant Senate meeting. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> the Senate meeting. How impractical is that? It's like if you want to object, you have to literally like, like, turn, <laughs> get the get gear stick and fly away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if you're like, what if you're a Senate meeting? You're like, 
a counsellor from the planet, like, way in the outer rim. Your seat's wide at the bottom. <laughs> and they're talking shit. And they're talking smack about your planet. You're like... <laughs> flying all the way up. What'd you say to me? But no, the, Je- the Jedi Council sucks. Yeah. I hate the way they just sit down and talk. Do something. Yeah, no. It's like when like when Obi-Wan was talking about his past in A New Hope, do you think that's what he was reminiscing about? <laughs> Alex Guinness saying, I remember when I sat down and signed off that deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember when I saw Yoda across from me. Man, was he green. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I find it strange as well, like how... At, like when they actually go into the meeting at the end, they're like, "Oh, you need to do all this." If and it's like, "Well, you're the Jedi as well. If if it's that much of a threat, why don't you all go and get rid of this Sith at the end of the day?" Mm. And you wouldn't have actually potentially lost Qui Gon Jinn then, and the rest in the, in the future. Again, this is why I don't like the government format of the Jedi. Mm. Yeah. And to be fair, we know Yoda can fly like an absolute badass. Oh, yeah, exactly. Qui-Gon would still be alive. We'll get get to Yoda fighting, in my opinion of it, when we review Attack of the Clones. Anyway, next. (laughs) (laughs) Jedi Council sucks tick. My next point, missed opportunity with the droids. I liked the battle droids, because obviously in the original trilogy, in the Stormtroopers, you couldn't have Luke Skywalker slice them in half. So it's cool to see the droids being like proper like sliced and diced in half. Yeah. But then there's no uh, like emotional weight to it because they're just droids. And I'm not trying to be droidists. I know. <laughs> hashtag droids lives matter. <laughs> but obviously, when you kill a stormtrooper, there's a some that well we thought at the time there was someone in that suit. Turns out to be clones. But still, but drones don't have that emo- that emotional kickback to it. I would have preferred it if the droids were like Terminators, like stone cold, no personality killers. Well, they did have Roger Roger, that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> that, that scene where Qui-Gon, again, tries to use his bollocks charm. It's like, we gotta, I gotta take these people to Coruscant. And then like, and the droid's like, uh, no, uh, you're under arrest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, riveting. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I think when you say Terminator-like, I think combat-wise, that would have been great. Did you see the fight of the uh, the Naboo fight? And they were just they were just punching each other essentially. Come come the end, and it was just like you telling me that you wouldn't run away from a droid who was probably physically be able to crush you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that scene was sick. I love that scene when they shoot. They first shoot at the bubble. It's ineffective. Then those brown like tanker things, and yeah. they all they all kind of roll out, and they're all like squared up. Like, no, 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 that, no, that was great. Yeah, I, I actually like, love the I, synchronicity of it. Yeah. That I was, too, I was Fantastic! I, I, I like the class level as well. You have got your basic B one droid, and yeah. you got your blue boys, which are pilots. Yeah, you, you can got, tell them all. The yeah, the, red, the, red, yellow, the yellow, yellow captain, yeah. the red. I think no, yellow sergeant, red captains. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Yeah, I I remember absolutely loving these as a kid as well. I thought missed opportunity and the destroyers as well. Oh, yeah, they're pretty cool. Probably my favorite droid. Yeah. In that film. I just absolutely love them. Just rock, rolling, coming out, instant shit. That sound, of, that sound effect, yeah. <laughs> All you need is an army of them and you'll pretty much take over the universe really when you think about it. Should have just mass produced them. Yeah. yeah, the government could <laughs> <laughs> For every hundred battle droids, we can only afford one destroyer. <laughs> Anyone else want to bring up a point which they questioned or didn't enjoy? Um, yes. 
So yeah, I say yeah, I've got one, but you definitely go ahead of me. It's, uh, it's minor. So I felt like Anakin's introduction to the Force, or, or his, I felt they could have handled the way that he was meant to be this this godly child, this you know this 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 prodigy, a lot better than the way they did. Rather than just saying, okay, Metachlorian count is such and such high, yeah, absolutely fantastic, he's the, he's the chosen one, absolutely. Yeah. I think there were so many opportunities, even in the mo- this movie alone, where they could have introduced him at least using the Force in a small capacity. Yeah. Um, for instance, during the pod, fi- uh, the pod racing, uh, you see him at one point, uh, the two pods at the front that sort of become disconnected, as oh, you yeah, say, yeah, spinning yeah. out of control. He had to use that tool, which sort of brought... Magnet, like a magnet. There yeah. we go, yeah. It sort of magnetised it back, and then he, he was able to fix it. Why could it not have been that he starts using a tool, he drops it or something like that, and then he uses the force to drag it and bring it back uh, because he's that desperate to win? It would have been a subtle... Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Have, like, Qui-Gon speak over, like, who's the force? Yeah, that's what oh, I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He's doing actually, all those mind tricks. Before yeah. he actually goes and races, Qui-Gon's like, use your instincts. Be in the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> and so that that would be with been, you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Absolutely would have been ideal in that's my eyes. That's a really good point, actually. Um, yeah. and, and I felt like, yeah, once again, the execution... and the, the, Another point of why Medicorin should just be out the window. It's all about the the mysterious of the force and how it works. We yeah. don't need to know exactly how it works. Uh, yeah, so. Poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> what else? Um, but no, I thought that's a really good point. Yeah, it's a very good yeah. point. Yeah, I've got I, I would say, that. mine is Maul's death. I thought, how Obi-Wan lifts himself over, flips over and grabs uh, Qui-Gon's lightsaber was good, but you would have thought someone of more standards would have been able to think about that and try to get at least get a block in or something or try slicing down as he's coming up. True. I think more shouldn't should have died. No, I think they it should have. It would have been so cool. Have yeah, no, if more was the was the villain in one, two, and three, which builds up. Oh, that would have been, been good. Cool. Actually, that would have been great. Well, maybe he just chopped his arm off and then he flees or something like that, and then he gets like a mechanical arm. Oh, I do reverse loop. No, yeah, yeah, no, that would have been spot on. Actually, uh, once again, poor execution. No, but like, saying that, for saying that, you wouldn't get the kick-ass Clone Wars stuff or or Rebel stuff more. And um, that's true. And we Count know Dooku as well. Like, I did quite like Count Dooku. I like Count Dooku as well. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Palpatine the third one that was a, a culmination yeah. but more being in the second one I reckon it would have elevated it ever so slightly mm. uh, I'd say it definitely would have given the clone troopers a lot more to shoot at instead yeah. of just oh, God, yeah. yeah. I also think on that part as well this was actually well I'm glad you said yours because mine kind of connects to that as well you know obviously you see in the games like you do a lightsaber throw and stuff like that well, when, when Obi-Wan's actually hanging off the edge Surely it would make sense if Darth Maul actually just done a lightsaber throw down and then that would have literally ended it right there and then if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, instead he's showing off. Yeah, he's, he's, he's whacking the edges. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I know the Sith are meant to be quite big-headed in a way, like they, they allow themselves to, to, I guess, relish in the moment. But well, maybe he's uh, maybe like injecting fear into Obi-Wan. Maybe the Sith become more powerful and their enemies fear <laughs> sounds like Freddy Krueger <laughs> <laughs> but he's not half off is he <laughs> well no no but... <laughs> but yeah that's 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 one of my points I mean I, he shouldn't uh, how he died was just I thought just too easy 
Yeah, because how good they actually portrayed him, um, like taking on Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Yeah, killing Qui Gon and still taking on Obi Wan with half his lightsaber. Yeah, Barry, got any lasting points? Oh, that that was my point. Oh, fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I was like, I'm glad you brought that up. To mm. be fair, say, so. <laughs> Um The only last thing I can think of, to be completely honest, is the fact that Anakin had no father. Um, now, to be honest. I did some reading and then found out in the law that actually Palpatine is his father, technically, because he harnessed the power of the Metachlorians and put this baby inside of his mum. How? Exactly. I, I, I don't know, but I think that can work as a plot point. However, seeing it as a movie itself, we didn't see that as an audience. No. So all I could think was, right, so basically they're doing the story of Jesus. <laughs> she, just, she just gets pregnant. And, and they were and, and I almost felt like Lucas was trying to say he's the chosen one, he's Jesus Christ, sort of sort of s. Well, they kept saying they kept yeah referring to him as the chosen one, yeah. which I kept forgetting that he was meant to bring balance to the force. Mm. This kid, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So and we don't know what happens. But yeah, so I, I that to me felt off, or at least should have had some explanation, either in the Phantom Menace or in that trilogy. They never touch on it. Or even she just said, oh, um, I met this guy one time, he wasn't around for long, and then that was <laughs> that, that would kind of go a bit better. Yeah, the old one, football team, came in the town. <laughs> it could be any 11 of them. What's the name? Something, something dark side? <laughs> <laughs> something, something dark side. <laughs> any, so, any other points before we move on? No, I think, I think we kind of touched quite a bit. I think, I think we, yeah, we bashed the crap out of it. So what was like everyone's overall opinion? I know I said at the beginning, it wasn't as bad as I remembered. Are you guys thinking the same? Did you think it was worse? Did you enjoy it a lot more? It was better than when I first saw it, definitely. So much better. I could get into it a lot more, like when I saw it later, I got into it a lot more because like you say, how we, they bring the tax into it, so you'd be like, oh, okay, I'm a bit more intrigued into this kind of concept, but then, like you say, it's not really, not really much really goes go into anywhere. it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really, go, really right? go anywhere after that, so it's a bit like, oh, and then you get a fight at the end, so you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, but yeah. Uh, I think as a Star Wars movie, it's at the bottom However, it did have a few saving graces, the pod race, the lightsaber fight. I think most people actually probably agreed that they were well done scenes. But as a movie, with with its construction, nah. I think, yeah, it had some really good um, elements of the beginning of Star Wars, but the execution just wasn't really well done no. in this. I thought tonally it was all over the place. I don't know how to feel. They've kept chucking jokes, jar jar jokes, in the most inappropriate places yeah. as well. Yeah, like that, the whole last scene, and I know this has been analysed to death. You know, when you got four stories going on at once, you don't know who the focus on, and you don't know what to feel. I know Lucas tried to bring it in at one point when it looked like all of the heroes were about to die and go down, but uh, yeah, there's just too much going on at the end, and plus. If I said to you, who is the main character in The Phantom Menace? It's either <laughs> Qui-Gon or Anakin, that's it. Yeah, Qui-Gon feels like quite a focus. Or, well, it is Anakin, it's meant to be anyway. But yeah, it felt like now, How can the main character show up halfway throughout the film? 
Yeah. Name me another film that did that. Off the top of my head right now, I can't think of any. I can't. No. Do you think they were going for like a Jurassic Park vibe? That's like the only film I can really compare it to because you wouldn't say there's a real main character to that film. I know you got um, Alan Grant and the kids. Mm. He was like the most main main character. He was the Qui-Gon of this film. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I can't tell you who the main character is. I can't tell you what the real focus is. I think you said it right. Age 15, start off with Anakin. Oh, my life's so terrible. Who are these guys? Well, make it, that's when Qui-Gon comes in with this spaceship. Would have been like perfect. That. Yeah. Absolutely ideal. Yeah. Or maybe Anakin breaks out and he's like, Mum, I'll come back for you once I become a Jedi. But he never does. Mm-hmm. Or once he does, it's too late. That's a, so many ways that... And I can feel Star Wars, you know, fan base uh, crying out. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame that it was actually the way it was. But for me, it was bearable. I could bear it because a couple of those scenes that were put in were made it, elevated it, you know? Um, but yeah, in terms of Star Wars, not great. I think the only, the other thing that really kind of disappointed me as well is you don't really see much of the Council at all. You don't really see much of the Jedi. Oh, that's good. Kind of, <laughs> that's good. Less of the Council, the better. Oh, no, no. I don't mean necessarily the Council, but I think you don't really see the Jedi as a whole at all, really. You see, like, the council, but you don't really see, like, oh, the temple or right. anything like that. It's, it's that just a brief nice, moment, actually, yeah. like, because you don't know where, like, how Obi-Wan comes from and stuff like that. It's a bit like, oh, yeah, we, I know he's his pad one, but, like, what was he before that? I mean, was he just training there before? And you don't really see the younglings and stuff like that as they talk about all the time and it's, like, the future of the Jedi, as they call it. But I don't know. I think it's... That's my point, right? <laughs> it's true. Well, Star Wars and Lucas has always been famous for putting stories in the middle of it. Hence why we got episode four yeah. at mm. the very beginning. So mm. I don't think we were ever going to get the whole where it came from, so to speak. True, true. The question is, are you, are you, is anyone going to be happy with that? What? Are people going to be happy with, you know, not actually knowing where it came from? It's the... It's the same give fans so much time to write about what happened to Luke, Han and Leia next. You know it's going to, you know, when fans have been writing their own stories and then they finally give you the official canon story and it doesn't match up to your dream story, Mm. no one's ever going to agree or like it. It's the same with the prequels. When you first heard Alan McGuinness, Alan, Alex, what's he called? You're know, about the guy who plays Obi Wan yeah. originally, Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness, Alan, Alex. Alan, Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John, when <laughs> when he said the Clone Wars, mm. all the nerds back in like '77 in the early '80s were like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what's the Clone Wars? Mm. Yeah. What's the Clone Wars?" No one thought it would have been that <laughs> what <laughs> Lucas gave us, and that's why everyone shits on it. Yeah, because again if you're writing your own fantasy of where the Jedi came from and then they tell you the story you're never, you're never going to like it well different opinions at the end there isn't it that's the whole point it's not just different opinions it's fantasy as well yeah. when you're fantasising about your own Star Wars prequel your own Star Wars sequel yeah. and it doesn't match up to the way you wanted it to be it's not going to make everyone happy no yeah. you're not wrong you're not wrong but Obviously, the fans' reaction for Phantom Menace, I think, is justified. I think so. Well, yeah. everyone loved it at first. Did they? Everyone, yeah, everyone was mesmerised by it at first. I think it's because it was 
the newest actual Star Wars film that came out, and then when you look back at it compared to um, four, five, and six, it's kind of a bit like hmm, it's not really much context compared to those films at all, no. really. No, honestly, you watch those original reviews. It was like it's the same with um, the Force Awakens. Everyone loved that at first, but then it later got a bit panned for being a bit plain at two. Oh, safe. I didn't realize this. You know, everyone. Yeah. A, I, famous, I it was a famous so. reviewer, I can't remember the name of, said, "I loved it the first six times, and I hated it on the seventh time," because <laughs> everyone just put their rose tinted glasses on and loved it. Wow. And then, and about a cut, I think about the six month mark, like before the year ended, that's when people were like, "Actually, this is pretty bad." <laughs> <laughs> They didn't want to admit that they've been waiting, what, what was it, like 16 years? Yeah. Since the last Star Wars film, they waited 16 years. Similar to what, well, we waited 10 years from Revenge of the Sith to Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, God. And like, that no. Long. Yeah, that, that long. Feel that when, you wait, <laughs> when you wait that long, you don't want to admit that it was bad if you've been hyped for it for so much. No. Mm. And as you said, we all come up with our own fan fiction in our brains. So it's never going to live up to the expectations. Yeah. Well, that's it. I think it's just a gimmick of obviously Darth Maul. Everyone's like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. A double lightsaber and stuff like that. And the fight scene was amazing. And then suddenly when you go look past that, it's a bit like, but what else was this movie trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. Has anyone got any last points to add before we wrap this up? I just have one question for you guys. And that is, how do you guys would, would have thought this movie would have gone if Disney had taken over sooner or had it in the beginning? Now that's good. Mm, that's a good well, question. That's a really good question. So it wasn't Force Awakens. Say the, the new sequel trilogy was in fact a prequel and we waited all these years. And just in general, if, if Disney had, had Bought taken, it back in 1960 yeah, or something. Yeah, and, and then did their version of... Wow. Phantom Menace. How do you think it would have gone? Do you really think it would have been better? Do you think it I think would have depends <laughs> how much Lucas was attached to it. Really, That's yeah, true, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah. Disney would have made the mistake and said, "We're going to get the original creator back," which they probably would have. To be fair, because he did no wrong at that point. Yeah, no, it's that's true. true. I think maybe I don't know. Depending, obviously, who directed it, because there was. Lucas originally approached Ron Howard and um, Steven Spielberg to direct mm. The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Both flat out rejected. <laughs> they said, I do not want this pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's going to ruin Star Wars, George, it's you. <laughs> so it definitely depends yeah. on the director. So, so say if Spielberg did direct it, I think they would have played it similar to A New Hope of like, or like All Force Awakens of Anakin grow, grow, growing up on Tatooine you know as a slave as a proper slave not just working in a bloody shop (laughs) as a proper slave he escapes he goes into the cantina bumps into a young Obi-Wan with Qui-Gon Jinn that's cool yeah hides away with them I think the script would have been not scrapped but tinkered a lot to be fair I think like I was saying before I think they would have brought the Jedi temple and stuff like that into it a lot more than Hmm. As it would, than it was, and I think, like you say, they probably would have made this whole slave thing more slavey. <laughs> like, yeah. We need to make it more slavey. <laughs> yeah. So I think, um, no, I think you're right along that because I think Lucas kind of wrote himself into a hole, 
And it's like, oh, Luke and Leia are brothers and sisters. But he came from Tatooine. She was a princess. Oh, Luke, uh, Luke Darth Vader was his father. So I have to somehow tie that in. Oh, oh, C-3PO was there as well. So what, and R2-D2. I'm going to have to make them, make wipe their memories to make it all work. Yeah. He did kind of like, he did write himself into a hole, into a, into a corner. But trying to make it all add up. Some of it worked out. Most of it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good question. Though. I didn't yeah. know that question. That was a cracker though, yeah, of a question. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Fans, what do you think? Comment down below and see what you think. If Disney bought it in the mid-90s, who would have directed it? Who would have been your Anakin Skywalker? Who would have? Who was big? Leonardo DiCaprio. He would have a young Leonardo DiCaprio playing Anakin Skywalker. That's, that's, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cast your fictional Phantom Menace. Would it be called the Phantom Menace? A, yeah. a newer hope. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of a new hope. The beginning of hope. <laughs> it's already hope. <laughs> Star Wars tags. <laughs> so guys, I say that about wraps it up. I think we got all of our opinions in, all of our all of the facts, all of the matters. We didn't really talk about Jar Jar's too much, which I'm happy with. Yeah, don't think we need to abbreviate on that anymore. No. <laughs> so if you enjoyed what you heard, um, sus- please subscribe to the channel and comment down below on what you thought on, on The Phantom Menace and what you thought on the video. Anything that you would like to hear us, us review with, with in the future. I, I don't know what this is. I know it's a podcast. I don't know if we're going to do anything after this. I've had a pretty good, good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put you guys on the spot. On no. the- <laughs> 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 God, he's had a good time. Never see you guys again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, screw you guys. No, <laughs> we don't have any social media at the moment. We don't even have a podcast link at the moment. It's just going straight to YouTube. So if you did enjoy it, please subscribe. And because I'm thinking about once we get like ten episodes in, that's when we start distributing it towards the um, podcasts available. Yeah. So we we can make a library. God, a library. Oh God! <laughs> a library. I like the way you say that. No, a library. I, I, that sounds so pretentious. <laughs> Episode one. I'm gonna make a library. <laughs> make sure you're quiet in the library. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so yeah. So comment down below on what you would like to see, and we'll see you again shortly. I've been Mahoney. I've been Wellsman. I've been Bauer, and I've been Andrew. <laughs>